0: I'm one with the Force, the Force is with me. I'm one with the Force, the Force is with me. And I'm one with the Force. Welcome to the Dharma of the Force, a podcast about the spiritual and philosophical side of Star Wars. If that puts you off... It's just words. And if you think that's all a bunch of mumbo-jumbo, even better. We cannot widen our horizon and grow by never challenging what we believe. And we should always be suspicious of those who tell us what to believe. In some Buddhist traditions, listening to Dharma talks is a spiritual practice. It's not meant to give answers per se. It's an exercise in looking at questions and elaborating on them and finding the truth within yourself. So in that spirit let us look at today's topic Jedi lore I've read several books and I've been following this topic online for as long as the internet has existed of course we have to differentiate here there's those who really studied the subject and went to its roots and then there's those who read some comics and or old extended universe books the danger of becoming a keyboard warrior is great And it's hard to know whom to believe. There's always the gatekeepers who want you to believe that their knowledge of the old extended lightsaber forms makes them an expert in all things Jedi. First of all, in Japanese swordsmanship, you obviously learn different forms for different scenarios, so you wouldn't stick to your style if the opponent has a different stance, but adapt. If you treat all this as grounded in reality, as I clearly do. You have to be wary of the made-up sci-fi aspects by non-experts that just look cool or seem like a cool thing in theory. Like the underarm sword grip, that's suicide in a real fight, but Hollywood loves it. Even a double-bladed lightsaber that's extremely dangerous and often counterproductive as it limits your movement. A saber lance makes more sense, actually. Look, for example, at the Japanese Naginata, which is basically a spear with a sword attached, that gives you reach and is extremely deadly. Fun fact, it's traditionally a woman's weapon. Then there's the level of actual skill. In written form, it's easy to hide behind big words. Just look at the real-life lightsaber tournaments, that difference between real skill and the Star Wars kid is apparent, and I mean early, internet viral Star Wars kid with the broom handle. Oh, the new Star Wars kid in The Last Jedi also has a broom handle. Was that intentional? I see you, Ryan Johnson. Is that you? I believe he's tooling with you, sir. Or just take The Mandalorian Season 2, The Jedi as an example. I think everyone can see the difference between Palpatine's face superimposed over a twirling stuntman in Revenge of the Sith and the skill level displayed by Diana Lee in Osanto who played Magistrate Elspeth who just happens to be Bruce Lee's goddaughter. I've said it many times before and I won't stop beating the drum, Star Wars is not a comic book universe people complain about Palpatine being back and another Death Star, but if you compare that to the always a bigger fish plot in comic book movies where always some new superheroes with even more superpowers that could have prevented everything in a previous movie but didn't show up for whatever reason and no one is really dying or coming back or coming from an alternative timeline or whatever, Star Wars actually makes sense. I will continue to ignore the world between worlds until Dave Filoni breaks into my bedroom and shelves it down my throat, Clockwick Orange style. So the same applies for the spiritual aspect, and we are now in dangerous Puritan territory. To a dark place, this line of thought will carry us. How to approach the topic without raiding the validity of the source. Who decides what is the true path and what is redundant or misunderstood gibberish? A prophecy that Miss could have been. We all know, or at least I hope we do, that the Bible is a collection of different writings compiled into one. Some were dropped because they didn't quite fit the narrative or were too esoteric. But it didn't end there. Just like in all religions, there's not only one source, there's a plethora of essays by scholars and interpretations and re-evaluations by all sorts of people with varying degrees of understanding that followed later. There's actually a very interesting video by um, YouTuber religion for breakfast where he talks about how Star Wars explains the New Testament canon. It is known that George Lucas pieced together the Force and the Jedi lore out of the Core that's universal to most religions. Insert Campbell's Hero with a Thousand Faces for the millionth time here. And added Eastern philosophy and the uh, samurai culture to it. He even wanted Toshiro Mifune, the quintessential samurai actor from classics such as Yochimbo, Sanjiro, or Shichinin's No Samurai, English title The Seven Samurai, to play Obi Wan. I should mention that the latter is the basis for the Hollywood remake The Magnificent Seven, which in itself pretty much is Mandalorian season one. So you know, it's like poetry, it rhymes. So that's the road. Now you can either study the origins and delve into that, or you read up the follow-up literature. And I feel bad saying this, especially since it's supposed to be meant for kids and serve as a moral compass, but every author will have their own interpretation, and and apart from the story group focusing more on the continuity, there is no real, I don't know, Pope, spiritual guardian who watches over the legacy of force teachings? Maybe it's Pablo Hidalgo, who knows? Not every author will understand the origins. It's a paid gig for some. How very interested are you to learn every spiritual aspect of the origins of your job? So it will inherently lead to some mumbo jumbo. And that's just the official publications. There are, of course, those who are more in tune with it based on personal interest or experience. We should never make the mistake to assume just because someone's profession is writing young adult novels, for example, they are not capable of greatness. Did someone say Claudia Gray? But also others. I read all the canon books and I'm often surprised how unexpectedly good some are, while others are, well, not my cup of tea. So what am I trying to say in this episode? If you are interested in the Jedi lore part apart from escapism and cosplaying and want to make it a part of your spiritual journey, be wary. There are plenty of groups and people out there who claim to have found the truth, be very vigilant and find the motivations between the lines. Trust no one, don't trust me, don't trust yourself, trust the force. You will want to cling onto stuff that reinforces your opinions and are easy. But that's not the way of the Force. You have to challenge yourself, you have to work for it. Searching for the Force isn't LARP, it requires commitment. In Buddhism, there are those who reached enlightenment but choose to remain in the circle of rebirth to be able to help others and be a force for good. This is the ultimate goal of a Jedi. That's why the Jedi were never meant to be generals. It's a smart move by Darth Sidious to orchestrate this direction so perfectly and make them lose their way. I'm extremely suspicious and skeptical of those who are claiming to teach Jedi philosophy and speak in absolutes, and so should you. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. And while it requires study, improvement, effort, and fostering of your understanding, as I said in a previous episode, if money is involved, that is a red flag. Every passing on of knowledge or teaching that is connected to financial interest is based on a rotten foundation. You cannot buy enlightenment. This is not Scientology. Sorry if I offended any Scientologists listening to this. Please don't sue me. It is understandable that meditation groups or churches or whatever you want to call it need money for upkeep, but that has to be done on a donation basis. People are usually willing to show their devotion voluntarily anyway. All I'm saying is, don't sign up to online classes of anyone claiming to know about the force. Listen to a free Dharma talk, watch a TED talk, read a book instead. Or just go out, sit next to a tree and meditate. If you don't know how, episode 6 consists of two parts and it's free of course. Knowledge should always be free. Knowledge is what sets us free. The ignorant are easily controlled and manipulated. That's the cloud of the dark side. In the tradition of spiritual commentary, I might talk about some books out there in the future, if you're interested. Let me know, okay? If you want to support me or this podcast, don't send money. I don't have a Patreon. Find a charity of your choosing and donate. And do yourself a favor and switch off your phone, disconnect, and just sit in silence for a few minutes, close your eyes, and breathe. Just breathe.